When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, today we're debating whether or not public schools are depraved and we are starting right now with Infrared and Lav's opening statement taking the affirmative position. Want to let people know in terms of the topic, this in particular is referring to at least two subtopics. One, such as controversial parts of sex ed programs that have been in the news as of late, such as teaching kids about fisting or rimming, as well as the controversial teacher from Canada pictured in the thumbnail and with that thank you very much lab and infrared in particular infrared the floor is all yours um yeah so i saw that video of that uh that woman and i have to say she got fired i think she got fired for it i hope did she get fired no she oh my god yeah so you know i i, I don't i don't really know what's gotten into, uh, you know, the common sense in this country, but, you know, just from face value, I mean, that is obscene. Okay. That is just not appropriate for children. And I know there's going to be a lot of ways to spin this and oh, okay. Hypothetically, blah. I mean, let's just take it at face value though. Right. Is that it? Is that sane for children in this country to be going to school and having, uh, you know, these, uh, missiles in their face like that? You know, these these cannons that are obstructing and uh, detracting from the learning environment. I mean, OK, I'm, and all jokes aside, it's, you know, there's got to be some level of, OK, this is confusing the youth. And uh, this is just plainly obscene. I mean, I you know, I, this is the, the angle I'm coming at this from. Right. It's an obscenity. OK. There's such a thing as something that's not technically illegal or like formally prohibited, but from the perspective of common sense and basically like common morality, like, yeah, this is obscene. There's no other country in the world that would allow a teacher to look this way and present themselves in this way in front of children. So, you know, I just I I think it's self I'm going to make an argument appealing to obscenity, the norms, basic norms our society has. And by the way. Although there's an elite number of avant-garde leftists who will justify this, the majority of Americans still consider this obscene. So I think the real debate is, should this be forced on the children of American families in the name of some abstractly contrived principles, or should people's basic sense of obscenity be respected? So that's what I have to say. You got it. We'll kick it right over to Lav. Um, I think uh, more so than talking about this uh, woman or man, whoever they are, that uh, 
did this maybe for a gag or maybe who knows why they did it. Who knows why anyone would do something like that. Uh, it doesn't happen very often. So I don't want to fear monger about it. Um, but obviously we should nip that in the bud, right? Like they shouldn't have a job anymore. <laughs> um, but more so than that, what's more important to me is talking about obviously sex education. Um, I'm pro comprehensive based sex ed, but I'm definitely pro making sex ed more of like a, how to prevent pregnancy and STD sort of thing, rather than like a, how to pleasure a partner or talking about things like rimming or getting into like specifics. That's a conversation that you should be having with your parents. Um, or just figuring it out on your own as you experience life and your own sexuality. Uh, and I don't, I don't trust anyone to have that conversation with my kids besides me. Um, and I think that should be the standard. You got it. And with that, we're going to kick it over to the no side as well, but want to say a couple of things. First, in particular, if it's your first time here at Modern Day Debate, want to say welcome. We're glad you're here. No matter what walk of life you're from, no matter how far politically left or right, you name it, we're thrilled to have you with us. And as you know, folks, about a week ago, we had a debate where the train pretty much went off the, it didn't even go off the tracks. The train exploded in flames. We had a discussion in particular on trans issues, and it basically turned into a giant debate between Alex Stein and Polly people. You have asked for a more sincere dialogue on the topic, and so tomorrow, you asked, we listened, we are going to have Sean Last and Taftaj April they're coming in for a very sincere discussion on whether or not it should be allowed for minors to transition. So that's tomorrow night. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be a quality discussion. It is going to be a very civil discourse. We're excited about that. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't because we have many more debates and dialogues coming up just like that one. And with that, thanks very much, very much Ashley and Radical Coder, for being with us. The floor is all yours. Uh, Radical, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, sure. Uh, so I'm Radical Coder. Um, or his opening statements, right? Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think I think I actually agree with uh, Love uh, a lot to what she was saying about like the reform of sex sex education. I agree that uh, teachers shouldn't be teaching about rimming in class. I, I don't know if they are. I saw these like these pamphlets, I, and I, I it's kind of hard to like determine what's going on there, like um, in full context, especially coming from someone like Christopher Rufo, who is really like a, a major figurehead, uh, in doing other, uh, what I consider really depraved things around the country, like, uh, banning CRT, which has been successfully done in uh, seven States across the country, uh, and uh, at least 13 more, or actually 16 more, um, are trying to ban CRT. Uh, CRT, remember, is, uh, a, a very complicated field of study, but largely centrals around the idea that race is not a valid biological category, a very weird thing to make a massive, um, uh, uh, wage war against, uh, frankly. Um, but uh, in, in terms of uh, yeah, sex ed, I, I agree. We should have compre comprehensive sex ed focused on making sure that um, people, when they do end up having sex, they are doing so safe and they can avoid a pregnancy and they have contraceptives that are available to them um, and things like this. So, uh, and uh, in terms of this, uh, this teacher in Canada, um, I, I don't, I, I think initially, the first I heard about it, um, I heard people arguing, oh, she's not really trans, she's a pervert. Um, I, I, I don't, that, I think she might not be real, she might be trans in that she technically is identifying as a gender other than the one that she was assigned at birth, which is like the definition of being trans, so she meets that qualification. I, I don't know if this person is actually doing like a hoax, where they're um, trying to go as over the top as possible to prove a point. I think it is a, a difficult line when like, what is the line of how big someone's boobs are allowed to be in class? <laughs> um, I, like my, my initial reaction was like, if, 
if she wears this only during class, that's weird. And if it turns out that it was a hoax, then that's actually what's going on. And that's way fucking weirder. Um, and that it, especially by the standard that like the, the people, the most of the people critiquing this uh, are coming from. So, yeah. <clears throat> All right. I am Ashley, AKA Smashley, AKA not your everyday Ashley. Um, I, I also do kind of, I, I Unfortunately, like for this panel, like I'm also pretty middle ground when it comes to sex, sex education in school. I do agree that it should comprehensively center around safe sex. Um, I also, again, I, I wasn't able to find a lot of literature or research actually backing up or proving or, or, or talking about whether or not they're, they're actually teaching rim, job, rim jobs and fisting and things like that in classes. Um, I, I guess the point of view that I would take would be kind of um, with with the teacher in Canada again. Um, I wonder, I don't know again because there's not a ton of it of literature information out on the internet about that. We were talking about that earlier, but um, I wonder almost if this isn't a statement to kind of provoke or start this conversation about um, transitioning identities and whether or not that's okay. Like part of me wonders if if she did this she not he if she did this um kind of just spark that conversation and get and get people talking about it and in which case um i can kind of get on board with that because it is sparking a conversation right now especially in light like here in america you know back in march of this year desantis in florida where i'm from passed the don't say gay bill you know um i wonder if it's not directly correlated to that and um and if so i'd be really interested to see if she ever came out and, and actually talked about that um but yeah as far as as far as just doing something to to uh to just gain attention or views or controversy i don't think that that necessarily belongs in the school system however however if this is to spark a conversation about transgender students trans transgender teachers and then sex education in, gen in general and whether or not we should include um, you know, um, LGBTQ plus community in our sex education, then I'm all for it. You got it. We can jump into open dialogue. We might as well just to specifically dialogue on the person in, namely Kayla, Kayla Lemieux. Let me know if I'm pronouncing the last name right, right? It sounds like some of you guys have read uh, that's thoroughly right. that's what I read. this teacher. In particular, we'll talk first about this teacher, whether or not this would be inappropriate. Or would it, we'll just even go like straight down the line. Would everybody say like, no, it's like it's not a problem. Just if you had to bite the bullet and do a yes or no, I'm kind of curious where you'd all stand. Ashley, would you say like, yeah, no problemo, or you say, nah, we probably. I feel like if it distracts from the actual education of the children, then it's not appropriate. I don't. I don't think anything should distract from their learning. However, I, I do err on the side of it does spark the conversation that we're having now, and I can get on board with that. So I know that's kind of contradicting myself, but no I, hairy area. Got it. Radical coder. I think that it, it – and if, if, it, if it is a hoax, then this is very intentional. Um, I think it, it's like it's – it's done a line in a way that is like difficult because – it seems like most of the arguments that might be made about it about this might also be made just for like any other trans teacher who who could have like best breast implants or something. Like when I see a lot of people critiquing this, a lot of what I hear are critiques about like 
how about it being unnatural about like and and about basically them, them being a trans person and and it seems like if that's the if they fire this person and that becomes the precedent then i think that that we might see a lot of just uh, like trans teachers catching strays here like who, who just don't deserve uh that and that's that's going to be a problem so we have to like really decide like what is the what is the line um and i don't know that's a it's a difficult question um uh i i don't think we need to ask that question i think this is like you know Come, I mean, what is the line? I mean, you know, why? I don't even think this should be debated. This other person saying, oh, it's going to spark a conversation. What conversation do children need to be having about that absolutely obscene and insane display of, you know, just mad, just insanity, right? Yeah, I mean, come the, the, the like the fake, the like the boob cage that this person is wearing is just like so obscene that it's like, uh, I think that it's very different than like having boobs in your shirt as a woman and being a teacher. And like, it's the nipples are out. Like, obviously I don't, I think it, you should be wearing a bra when you're a teacher, right? Like, I don't think that like there's so much that went wrong here that it's like, uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. And I don't think that, yeah, I think that a lot of trans women teachers, uh, Look, don't have a problem you know, being appropriate. Even I don't in think law, you can, I don't think that you can speak on behalf of any trans people left. I can. I don't We've remember. I don't. I don't. I, I can. Speaking I can. on behalf of any trans. I, people. I can speak on behalf of them. I can what, speak on behalf. Wait. Of what? Them. Is that? Wait. I can't. Because, because let me tell you why. Because let me tell you why. Because even in law, there's no. There's very off. There's very rare that there's going to be something called bright line rules. You know, bright line rules is like okay. If you cross this line, it's over. Usually, even in law, people rely on common sense. It's up to the judge's discretion. It's based on, you know, basically use your common sense. Can that be abused? Of course it can be abused. But if we're going to be a functional society, we have to have a we have to have the bare minimum of having the same basic common sense when it comes to things like this. And if we can't have that, we can't even be part of the same society anymore. And there needs to be secessions or something, because it seems like one half of the country can look at that and just unambiguously say hell no and then the other half of the country can look at that and say well i actually think we should the mathematical calculus of the radius of the tts is not quite as um expansive as you know i mean i just like the, the, why is there a debate about this right if we can't also, if we wait can't, also why can't cis people talk about trans people i want to give <laughs> you can talk like about them but you can't talk about their points of view you cannot can. sit there and say, I, I, I can. think trans I didn't. Think on, I can. You, you literally said that. I no, can. I said, I think that I, tra- I think that, I think that, I think that there is, I, I, think I, I that, can do it because it's inductive oh reasoning. <laughs> no, I, 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 Kant's think that, Kant, I said, Emmanuel I Kant's said categorical. trans women are not overwhelmingly doing shit like that. Like they're That's not. That's not what you said. We could replay yes, that is what later. I said. Okay. Well, I would just say. Um, from the trans experience. I, I want to give you a chance to respond, Ashley, because there were a number of points from both Haas and Lav. In particular, uh, Haas was going on for a while. Go ahead, Ashley, if you'd like a minute or two. Uh, to clarify, the, what I took offense with Lav was that you said, I don't think that most trans teachers or trans women that are teachers would blah, blah, blah. That, in my opinion, is something you did last time I was on a debate with you, where, in my opinion, you yeah, speak on behalf. Yeah, I don't think that they would be, be predators. I want to give... That is true. That is, like, true Hold that on. most trans women I are not give, predators. I want to give Ashley a full minute without interruption. Go ahead, Ashley. In my opinion, that is you speaking on behalf of a, a subgroup of people that you are not a part of. 
And I don't I don't agree with that. And I don't think that we should do that. Now, then, if you want to speak on your opinion of whether or not this, this, that. But I don't think that most trans people feel this way. You can't go there and you can't say that. And then to go on um, on the other points of view that were discussed, I I think that it is very healthy that we have, like he said, the division of, oh, hell no. Or, well, let me think maybe it's the well, let me think that that basically uh, has has gotten civil rights movements to where we are today. You have to have that point of view in community. Absolutely. One hundred percent. It is necessary. So actually, you're completely wrong about that. Martin Luther King Jr. actually appealed to natural law as the foundation for his reasoning of defending civil rights, which meant that according to Martin Luther King, he was actually appealing to not only, you know, something like divine or whatever, but something intuitive within each and every one of us that from a common sense perspective, if we knock all the bullshit out of the way and all the convoluted racialistic prejudices, Deep down, all of us see that it's common sense that black people should have equal rights as white people. That was literally the form of reasoning that he appealed to and that he used as the legal justification for civil rights. And finally, you said something that we cannot speak on behalf of trans people's feelings. I beg to differ because according to Immanuel Kant's categorical imperative, um, the ability for there to be uh, morality at all in the first place entails the fact that, yes, we can all speak for everyone's subjective point of view when it comes to a moral perspective. Define morality. I apologize, but do you believe that being transgender is not moral? Uh, I, I, I can speak on behalf of all trans people is what I'm trying to say. I can speak for their point of view. What does that have to do with morality in your, in well, your, well, in your opinion? Well, because if we're speaking, we're speaking with intentionality and intentionality is inherently uh, moral in nature. It's qualitatively moral. Human will and intentionality has a moral quality by nature. And according to Immanuel Kant, our actions are universally connected by, you know, the categorical imperative, which establishes the universal and social basis of morality. So therefore, you're wrong. Uh, so anyone words. can speak. Anyone can speak <laughs> on behalf of our friends. Anyone can speak correct. on behalf of trans people, uh, especially myself, because I'm smarter than everyone here, besides James, because he's the host. So true, Oz. Slay. You got me. Um, I, uh, I just, Shoot. I don't, I don't feel the need to fear monger over something like this. It happens so infrequently, but I also think that there's a big element also that like, uh, I think it's also rude for uh, even if the boobs weren't big, like to to cross dress as a woman. Like for what reason are you doing that in a in a school? Like for what reason? It doesn't. What if you're? They're, what if they're like so genuine trans? See, this, see, this is the this. If is they're the, a genuine cross, that. no, no. If they're a genuine, no, no, genuine cross like a trans person, like like we say, you say cross dress. Yeah, a lot of people a, think trans people are just cross dressers. So well, like when you say that, a lot of people obvious, hear. But there's obviously people. like a scientific basis for like them not being cross-dressers like, not necessarily are, like on hormones or like the, like, like th there are those there are those like um like the the brain scans or, or whatever that people talk about but like that's not no like, I'm, I'm talking about people who are like trans who are like transitioning like medically or who have transitioned to like where they are now like but like, you can so like a woman on their id you should you can do yeah. social transitioning Sure, but then you would also be a woman on your ID. So it wouldn't be like a caricature of a woman. It would be just that you are a woman. So trans people that haven't medically transitioned are caricatures of women. Uh, no. 
but I think that there's like a, a difference between medically like versus a transsexual versus like someone who is just calling themselves a woman. Yeah. So then we get into is transsexual uh, an inherent identity within yourself or is it based on your genitalia? Uh, I think it's based on like more than just your genitals, but I think that if you are, li if you're existing in the world as a woman, because you mm -hmm. look like a woman, then you are a woman. I think that gender is an external experience. Okay. But you can say, you can say that you live as a woman, but if you're like six foot five and look exactly like a man, you're like not living as a woman. <laughs> like you're not. All right. Uh, but. I mean. Any other thoughts on this issue? What about, I mean, well, I don't want to take sides, so I can't. I'm going to just let you guys go. In particular, the sex ed issues, whether or not any of, well, is it too far if students are taught about things like fisting or the old rim job? Is this bad or is this actually kind of like, hey, if they're consenting, what's the big deal if two 17-year-olds are taught this and consensually do it? Like, where do you all stand? Would you say like, hey, fisting and rimming no problemo in public schools or would you say like ah, no, i do I think that's too far i do i think it, it is too far especially in terms of like curriculum but i but here i also think that like if teachers are going to be doing comprehensive sex ed then they should be prepared to answer questions that might come up about stuff like that and if this if this like pamphlet is preparing them because these are like real things that a lot of people do like and and their students might have questions about these things and you know what like uh, what where is when you're talking about when you're having a car like sex ed especially at like almost at like at like 16 17 like which in the example you guys were just talking about like i don't know i think i think it's like it's probably good to like, like be able to tread the water there and like, like acknowledge like hey like yeah there are safer ways to do these things and there are not safer ways there are less safe ways i think that's really important but I don't think it should be taught like, yeah, go. Yeah, go okay. So, like, so the, in your own words, then where do you cross the line? Where do you draw the line? In your so, own like, words? I probably a lot of people draw the line at like pleasure-based education, uh, like, and I think a lot of people will. Yeah, I think a lot of people are like all for you know teaching your kids how to like abstain, how to it, it, like respect something like consent or how to protect yourself against unwanted pregnancy and STD, um, and I think. But I think that there's there the debate starts because I think a lot of these conversations obviously should be having with your parents, but there's also a lot of parents that won't have these conversations with their kids. And so they're going to be the ones to fall through the cracks. Kids that don't have parents. That's true. But I also don't think that a teacher should be doing this. Like, I think that doctors should come to school and do sex ed. Like, I think that should be part of clinical rounds. Um, interesting. And then you That's can. That's interesting. You, That's very interesting. Yeah. And then you can ask as many questions as you want. And it's like with a stranger. So there's like less shame involved and maybe it should be more like. I don't yeah, know, but like how groups. did sex ed. But the question is, what is so rotten about the sex ed system that it's become a loophole to teach children about fisting? We don't have sex ed systems in most states. Like there's not official sex ed. Curriculum yeah, but like yeah. what? What? Why? Why? You know, you know, there's a, there's a whole debate about sex ed. There's like the religious right is saying, no, this is the devil. And then they're saying, oh, no, we should teach children. But like, how can you really make the case when you're like now debating about fisting? Right. Doesn't that really give ground to the other side that's saying, you know what? Forget all of this. This is just it's gone too far. Infrared, to, to, to clarify that, none of us have agreed on this panel that teaching about fisting and rim jobs is acceptable. So 
I think we're all on the same page there, but yeah. But this this uh, the coder guy. Did you ban me from Twitter, by the way? But uh, he um, he basically was alluding to this idea that you know um, that oh yeah, but we should tread the waters and like we should a teacher should ask answer the question. No, no, no. I didn't say I didn't say teachers should ask. I said teachers should be prepared and to answer, answer the questions from students. Yeah, and, I think uh, if a I student raises their hand and asks about rim jobs and fisting, the teacher should send the them to the should run away. No, I the think teacher the teacher should, should say you should talk to, to your parents answer, about right? this. No, I yeah, think that's, that a, maybe a that's the answer. Yeah, maybe or the answer. teacher or the doctor should say, you know, write everything down that you have questions about as you're in class and then go to it with your parents. Lab, theoretically, having a doctor come in and teach sex ed is. A I, I don't sex. think they should like, talk about it with their parents either. Honestly, on, I don't think they should talk Ashley. about it with their parents. Go ahead, theoretically, I think that that's actually a, a, a fucking brilliant idea. Really, um, the problem is, is how are we going to? How would we ever implement that, though? You know what I mean? The I same mean, way we theory. implement clinic. The same way we implement like clinical hours. Or the same way that we implement like a residency. Have you ever program? worked in the medical field? Because I have for thirteen years. Uh, I dated someone who was in the, the medical. Okay. Field. I'm just telling you right now, that's not going to happen. And then, and then my parents and grandparents are both school teachers for public okay, schools. So then maybe well. we should have doctors start organizations specifically for this that we can fund. Maybe we should. How do we get them to do that? Uh, this is what I'm you saying. Know, why it's, is it necessary? We create incentives. System. We, I mean. Well, on, why do children need to know about that stuff? What because stuff? kids because kids have sex. <laughs> um, fisting and rim jobs. Why do children no, do. again? We're they not don't. going there. Move <laughs> yeah, on. But, yeah, yeah, but I'm pushing back because you said it was a brilliant idea to ask their. Why should they ask their parents? I said it was a brilliant idea to have doctors come in. And so this school. is the problem. This is the problem. Infrared. Why so should with, doctors be asked that so question? Infrared. Infrared. With things like porn, they're going to learn about it anyway. So would you rather learn from? No, like I'm a, for banning porn. I'm, I'm for banning porn. I agree with you. Porn. I agree with you, but. But we don't live in that world yet. <laughs> so until yeah. then, these kids are going to have questions and you want to prepare them instead of just leave them in the in the. Dump. Honestly, that's like that's like saying, all right, we ban heroin, but oh, they have questions. So shoot up the needle. There's still dare yeah, programs. Are you are you pro or against dare programs? Drugs are illegal. So yeah, I, I am fully against drugs. Good. <laughs> love, love, I have to say, so sometimes brave. I love you and sometimes I just can't stand you. I don't, you're a conundrum to me. You and, you and most people, I think. <laughs> yeah, I empathize with that, naturally. <laughs> <laughs> Any other I, thoughts? Wait, one, one, one thing that came up that I'd love to hear about your thoughts. The uh, alleged don't say gay bill that DeSantis put forward. I don't know if he calls it that. So I don't want to take a, a stance on it myself, but whatever this bill is, what exactly did it say? And is it a reasonable bill? Or would you say, no, this is unreasonable because it's pushing too hard in terms of not allowing things that should be allowed to be said? What are your thoughts? May I speak on that? I think it's very reasonable, actually. I think um, that one of the great Do things... Do we want to about- define what it is first? Would you like to define what it is that you think... Yeah, he's basically people? saying you can't talk about sexuality to kindergartners, and I agree with that. That's not what the bill is, actually, at all. Well, I respectfully disagree. I think that's Do like you? a tiny part of it, technically. That's a, yeah. But that's it's not like the main. I, I think it's an important part. I think it's an sure. important part. Okay, so g- grades K through 12 are not in many states, many, a majority of states in Florida are not taught sex ed at all. But they're saying that 
in grades K through 12, we can't even mention or utter the words homosexual, lesbian, gay, heterosexual, or transgender, right? So, these, none of these. So these people exist and like, like we shouldn't like lie to children about whether or not trans and gay people exist. Like that seems exactly. like, like really malicious I, to do. Yeah. But like, I had a very anecdotal. Well, here's the thing. Do we, if we talk, I think that we should talk about things like anal sex and it should just be like ungendered. Like, I don't think that we need to go into like the ins and outs of homosexual sex or heterosexual sex. Just say, well, if there is penetration in an anus or in a vagina, these no, are the things that you need to protect yourself from. That, that doesn't need to be discussed at all, actually. None of that. Anal? No, it does not. You're, um, I think the teacher should be I happen to be a fan of the anal. Just saying. Yeah, yeah but like, you know, like in a school setting, why should that be discussed, right? Because there, because you need to, children. because there are conversations. So imagine you're like a gay kid, and your parents like are not going to have that conversation with you, but you still need to learn how to. You're going to engage in that sort of sex. You're just going to because you're going to. You need to find ways to protect yourself from HIV, to protect yourself from other things, to protect yourself from micro tears, to protect yourself from yeah, a bunch of things I that think can go wrong. That, you know, there should be there's uh, yikes. There should be a, a, a HIV prevention manual that uh, you should go get at the doctor's clinic. Get it out of the schools. Doesn't belong in the schools. Maybe you every know, doctor when. And when by the a, way, not all not all gay people do that shit. By the way, some of them just don't do that. Not all straight people do that shit either. What's your point? Why are we differentiating? Of course, like, straight people. Why would straight people do that? It's disgusting. Why would they? Because it feels good. Infrared, you should try it sometime, buddy. <laughs> Yikes. The, okay, the, so. the male G spot is in the butt. It yikes. is. It's your prostate okay, gland. Yikes. All I'm saying God really did us dirty. All, all, right, all I'm saying is leave the children alone. All children have to really know is how reproduction works and happens. They don't need to be taught so anything. Then where about do you sex. draw the line, infrared? Where do you draw the line? How do you describe to them how reproduction happens and how it works? Um, you know, you basically uh you basically just use diagram you don't discuss pleasure you don't discuss why people are doing it you don't discuss the motivations you don't discuss the pleasuring Do you stuff. discuss any kind of sti prevention uh in you schools? discuss condoms in schools wait well if you're teaching see, about reproduction reproductive health would you not want to teach them how to prevent that if they didn't want to reproduce i think we need to have a society where we are telling children not to be having children before marriage abstinence okay yeah so cool. we should just tell okay, so, so wait, well. wait, wait wait so you you're you're uh you're asking for like just abstinence based sex ed like asking them to not engage sounds like it uh well you know first of all sex ed i mean no one ever pays attention in that class no so they do and we actually know that teen pregnancy rates and stu rates go up in places like the bible belt so where they're not they don't teach yeah but uh, that's because they that's because they think condoms are sinful and shit that's not really because they no it is not it's it's because it's because all they teach you in utah in utah you're not even allowed to teach about contraception i want to jump into a question that came in well, who can blame them when their people are discussing fisting now? This one, These people this are trying one to ban conversations. Get off the fisting thing, dude. We all know you want to be fisted and you're curious yeah, about you're, it. Yeah, you're really, Don't you're, look on it a, up. you're on a tear. I'm just shocked that this is even. Deej said, okay. can we clarify the age group for the topic, James? Appreciate you asking that, Deej, because I, I did not do that. They said, are we talking about high school, middle school, or elementary to. school? So I think that, 
are, are you not aware that I'm talking? So the idea here is what age group are we talking about here? So in terms of sex ed, what age group would you all say? Where would you draw the line? Is it useful that sex ed could be taught at high school, middle school, or high school? Or the elementary? Uh, definitely it would have to be high school, perhaps 18 and up. Um, so in terms of like, when we say sex ed, we're talking about a really, really, really broad, uh, like so, an entire field. Right. And so like, yeah. we, we should be able to teach like, like young kids, like, Hey, this is my no, no square. Like, don't, don't let people touch you there. Like shit like that. Like that's technically like qualifies under the umbrella of like sexual education. And, but it's, it's about, you know, prevention of sexual assault. Um, so stuff like that's really important and that should be implemented as young as possible. Um, so from there you, you scale up with age. Um, and yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know exactly like what it's. Yeah, but play, you know, but, uh, better than it does now. So does Utah? Because there's also other ways. For example, children can be scared. Like you can bring a pastor and say, "You're all going to hell," and that kind of shit doesn't work. And People it'll stop sex. Them. Nope, it doesn't. In some in some cases, it does. In some, but then <laughs> it probably stops <laughs> that's some not, for sure. Yeah, but that's not uh, that's not super reliable. But anyway, to answer the question, I think that uh, in like fifth grade, uh, we should have conversations about like women understanding their menses. There's so many women I know who are 24 and don't understand the phases of their of their menses or their cycle. I think that's abhorrent. I think that more women should be able to learn how to track their period without birth control because I think that birth control is bad for you. Um, but yeah, I think that there should just be more emphasis on that or like more emphasis on how to, and maybe this is controversial, but like safe masturbation, um, not teaching a kid how to masturbate, but teaching them, you know, your body is going to have urges to touch itself perfectly normal. Um, uh, make sure that they're not like feeling shame because of it. Don't go into it and just say, don't hurt yourself. Obviously just don't put yourself in positions where you're going to hurt yourself. I think that's the best bet. And then it, that can be the end of the conversation about that. Um, and then when they're in sixth grade, I think that you should, especially in like lower income areas, we know that, um, uh, children are engaging in sex, like much younger. So probably put an emphasis on sex and, you know, in sixth grade for those communities. Sixth and, grade. Uh, yeah. We know that we know that in, uh, impoverished communities, people are having sex, like as young as like 13. So I think that we should prepare them for, for, uh, yeah. Having sex at the age that they're going to have sex at. So with, when it comes to these sex ed laws, actually, uh, or the curricula that we're talking about, typically in most of our, in, mo in most states, it's from kindergarten to third grade that it's completely banned, right? And then from third to fifth grade that they start uh, kind of introducing or implementing healthy relationships and healthy partners and what to look out for and not to look out for. And this third grade? And this may be controversial of me, but I I am I am all about uh, what what Coder said about the no no squares starting very early. Reason being, uh, this is anecdotal as well, but I have a very close friend and and close family members that were females uh, and males sexually molested at a very young age that didn't have a good home life or parents that that taught them or implemented any of this into their everyday conversation or any conversation whatsoever. And, um, and I think that, so in my opinion, from kindergarten to third grade, I think it's completely appropriate to broach and touch on the subjects of what we should, uh, 
look out for as far as a sexual predator that might that might happen to you. And then from third to fifth grade, we can talk about what healthy friendships look like and when you start to develop hormones and what that might feel like, you know. And then from fifth grade up, I think that it's completely appropriate to delve right into sex ed. And I agree with Lav, surprisingly, uh, about the menses. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, I think even I think, though, even boys should be taught about female menses. I agree. I agree. Yeah, for sure. Wait, uh, why should, about the menstrual cycle? Is that what you said? Yeah, that is pre- preventing preventing pregnancy is a two way street. So it's not just up to a woman. Boom. To, uh, so so I don't I don't understand. Shame is a very powerful tool. Yes. Yeah, some, <laughs> some kids. Anyway, some um, kids. No, no, I'm serious. Some kids will do heroin. But you're like considered a weirdo if you do heroin in sixth grade and you're like, oh, that's the fallen child. Why are you comparing heroin to sex? I'm so because because in, because because first of all, sex is dangerous. It's True. psychologically Can damaging. Be. It's psychologically damaging at a young Can age. Be. It is traumatic. if you're not prepared for it emotionally. It's one of the most life changing. Everything in life is about sex. It's the most life changing, traumatic thing that life revolves around young children have you had sex before uh, <laughs> uh, i'm 30 and i ha- i haven't ever but when you're uh, when you're uh, a young child you shouldn't be allowed to allowed be, allowed allowed to gamble with your psychological safety and psychological well-being do you think kids you know that you're you know that young children are going to be put in situations where they're going to have to make a decision or understand whether or not this is okay this is not okay right well there needs to be and and honestly for you if you're someone's parent if you were my father you you would err on the side of abstinence don't do it don't this don't that well what if i what if i get uh coerced, groomed, raped, touched somewhere. And I never had any kind of education from my own father, let alone, you know, or from the public school system, let alone my own father to teach me that like, you're talking about two different things. You're talking about someone getting abused and then you're talking happens all the time. Okay. Okay. That's fine. But then you're making the transition from, okay, how do we prevent child abuse? I'm fine with that conversation to how do we teach children to have sex? Actually, what you were saying earlier, so there are things that I was a kindergarten teacher. I was a preschool kindergarten teacher. There are things that we like teach kids that aren't like necessarily explicit, but like if someone does something to you, takes a toy or like, you know, tells you not to tell anyone something, an adult says this, like, what are we going to do? And it's like not sexual based, it's just sort of like personal boundary based, which I think is really normal. But I don't, I don't necessarily think that we should be teaching K through, you know, fifth graders, like. About I see what you're saying, but in my opinion, that, that, that kind of all falls into sexual education. No, it doesn't. You can't use trying to prevent abuse as a loophole to teach children about fisting. Okay, <laughs> that's what you're trying to do. And you can't yeah, that, do that. You don't really believe that. Yeah, I heard you don't. You heard it here. This is a groomer panel, actually. You're looking for loopholes. Yeah, you can teach children, hey, stranger danger, don't go near the van, don't go near strangers, forget about all that stuff. Anyone it's ever not t- a stranger, it's your uncle. It's not just about strangers. It's your father. Yeah. Okay, okay. Your Most of it's not strangers. Hey, okay, That's say, say, say. First of all, your parents are supposed to be the ones that teach you. Right. If anyone touches you inappropriately, makes it. That's the parent's job, first and foremost. I don't know what a teacher can t- teach children that a parent couldn't. My father sexually molested me. 
for years. You know what? I don't, I don't, years. I don't, I don't buy this whole fucking trauma bombing on fucking okay. debates. I don't know who the fuck you are. Keep it fucking professional. Don't fucking air out all your personal trauma. It's so that, is, that is, it's an anecdotal experience. Oh yeah, let's just let's just talk about all our, let's just weaponize all of our personal traumas to win the fucking internet debate. How, do you have any fucking shame? Do you just have Do you have any personal yourself. traumas? Oh, I feel like you've been fisted before. Okay. Wow. Cringe. <laughs> Yikes. This might be an opportunity. We do have some of the questions coming in that are kind of related to the topic at hand. One from Seth is why not get rid of sex education in schools and allow doctors to handle it at annual physicals? You want to take that one last? Uh, uh, sorry, ask one more time. What was the, what was the question? Yeah, they said, why not get rid of sex education in schools and allow doctors to handle it at annual physicals that children go to? That was another thing I was going to bring up. Why does it need to be something that's not just like, uh, you know, just with your doctor? When you get a physical, when you're 13, when you start your menses, I think that should probably be like a, a great time to have the conversation with your doctor. That can be a really long conversation with your doctor. I think that sex ed usually happens over the course of like a couple weeks. And that's like what's good about it. Um, aren't I, mothers supposed to teach their daughters about that stuff? And also sure. some people don't have mothers. Yeah, but that you're talking about such rare exceptions. No, no. you're not. <laughs> That's not here's, an exception. Here's, here's, here's my question. Why are we in a society where it's the tyranny of the marginals? Why do we have a tyranny of hey, the exceptions? Well, wait, 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 wait. As a, as a conservative, I'm sure you'd label yourself as that, as that. Don't you think that there is like a death of the nuclear family? So wouldn't you think that like there's actually more people who can't talk to their parents? I still, there ever has been? Norm, I still think it's the norm that people do have mothers they can talk to them about. That's the norm. Um, I, I don't know how you would get that information just correct. because you feel that way. Yeah, pretty much. Can I pull okay, it back well. to the, the doctor's <laughs> like annual physical thing? I think that I, I like I like the idea. Um, I, I think, uh, oh man, I might have lost what I was, where I was going to go with it. I like the idea um oh sorry but it, it feels like maybe with that solution we're just kind of like kicking the can down the road with like the real question because because then the question just kind of becomes like okay well what age is it okay for the doctor to teach about like these things and it's still it's still the same question it's just like like a different educator in a different context and you know maybe maybe a more ideal maybe a more ideal one um, yeah but, but there's also, like such a disconnect when you talk about when you talk to the I'd like doctor. I'd like to hear Coder finish his statement please right that was, that was about it. I, yeah, I was interrupted, but I think that was, that was about where I was. Yeah, going. I mean, like I could detect when the conversation, when this talking is about to end. So that's why. But, um, you know, <laughs> so here's here's the thing, though. Do people like when when the doctor asks you, oh, yeah, uh, when have you had sex? Well, I mean, now I tell them the truth. But, you know, when I was 17, I was just like, oh, yeah, never. Like, why would you? You know what I mean? Like, it's a completely different universe. When you're talking to the doctor, it's like a narc. You're basically talking to like, you know, just like. Uh, some like the government, basically, you're talking to the feds, basically, and I'm not going to tell them my private life. Right. So that's the mentality children have or not children, but, you know, minors or whatever, teenagers, that's the mentality they have when they're doing these, you know, uh, sinful activities and shit. You know, you're, they're taking a gamble. Right. And, you know, that's outside all the feds, outside all the authorities. I'm just trying to say, I mean, like maybe the best way to reduce teen pregnancy is to like have it talked about so much that it just becomes cringe like if the parents and teachers keep talking about it they won't want to do it because it's just like 
yikes like that's some I, dark shit basically when i, when I remember that, people I, watching like 16 no, 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 when i was growing up no one was like excited may about start it. to associate yeah. sex with the authorities so they won't want to rebel and they'll just be conservative that may be some reverse psychology that should be studied however in the absence of a program to study the reverse psychology of that i do not think it's appropriate that children should be taught so how- one in 10 children will experience physical sexual abuse in the united states before the age of 18 as of march of 2021 we also we also as teachers we also had teachers have to have certifications yeah. or i had to i had I had to have a certification to like look for the signs of something like childhood sexual abuse. Cause usually it's, I mean, it's not always extremely obvious, but there are some things like general neglect or like, you know, kids will tell you things that are crazy and you, you gotta be able to like, you're obviously like a state mandated reporter to the authorities. So I don't know if, I don't know if we need to have like big conversations with kids about like, this is how, if someone touches your vagina, like, I don't think we need to plant those ideas in, in heads and rather just like, if there's anything that you feel uncomfortable with, come to me about it. And then that can be, and then you look it gets for convoluted though, Lav, because so as, wait, is there any data person, to suggest? Hold on, just it gets convoluted answer. though, Lav, because as a young person, you don't always understand though, if, especially if you've never been told, taught, or it's ever been discussed, what makes you feel uncomfortable? Because sometimes the sexual touch can make you also feel good. It's very sure. conflicting. Sure. I think when I, so my parents are, my grandparents uh, raised me and they were very like overly cautious. We're Jewish. We talk about, you know, you're, you're meant to fear the world very young. Um, so I had conversations with my grandparents around like four or five about like, you know, men only want one thing, cross your legs when you sit, you know, do all like, don't let men touch you like this is your whatever. And I think having that conversation really early actually did like a little bit of damage to me. I was about to say, then you turned into an OnlyFans girl. So yeah. And that, right? yeah, yeah, there's that. And then also, you know, I hate men uh, and I don't think that we should, <laughs> I don't think we should set up young women to hate men in the same, with the same fervor that I do. I respect, I respect that point of view a lot, actually. Um, actually, so I think, I, just, I think yeah. young women should be very wary of men and sure. should be taught that men are basically like wild animals. That's what I would teach my daughter. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> Maybe not wild animals, but to teach them that there are people out there that are wanting to hurt them. I was I was uh, no, sexually abused by a it, woman. It's the so. nature the nature of men. You could say it's our society. You could say whatever you want. Oh, Jesus men Christ. Are, Maybe the nature, the nature of you. Men are <laughs> yeah, wild the, animals. the nature of you. I don't know. Are most wild animals, men. especially the nice ones. Like the the cute, geeky, shy guy, that's a fucking serial killer and shit. So basically so what I'm trying to say is, um, look, is there any data to support that uh, that um, teaching children to be open to sex reduces abuse? I don't know. Who's arguing? I don't, yeah, that. who wants people? Who wants that? I think that common sense would tell you that if you teach a child that when someone touches your no-no square, um, it is not good and that you should report that to someone yeah, you yeah, trust. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not I against think that. that. That's, I think that that's just common sense. Yeah, yeah, True. I agree with that. But then you started to say some other stuff like, oh, yeah, we should teach them, you know, about fisting and shit. 
I did How does that. that keep you throwing know, the fist you're trolling. Track, this is a troll now. This is I'm not, everyone's I'm watching not, the same I'm video. Not, I'm not trolling. I'm using it as an example of you basically saying. An said, example that's very poor because I never said that. Yeah, but you are saying we should teach them. Raise your to, hand if we should teach kids about, about fisting. Okay, okay, that's the extreme. <laughs> it's the extreme, but you guys do and fall you like under to keep the, bringing it up. You guys, you guys do fall much. under the spectrum. You do fall under the spectrum because you're basically saying, I want to, we want to teach them how to uh, have pleasurable sex. No. no one here said that. Not one no. person here said that. Not it's one. never been I the goal of anything to, I think you need about. to catch up, maybe. Maybe you need to drink a little but coffee Who said yourself. in third grade? Who said in third grade? You're going to start teaching this shit, man. Third grade. Actually, uh, I said I think kindergarten through third grade, personally. Hell no, kindergarten with... Hell no. What the fuck <laughs> is that, man? That's Pause. A, I think the, a bit early, I think. the disconnect is about like what she's talking about teaching in those grades versus what you're imagining her talking about teaching in those grades, Thank right? You. And so maybe <laughs> some clarification there. First of all, look, the truth is you've never had sex before. Huh. Look, I like is, fisting. The truth is <laughs> you cannot make an inherently dangerous thing somehow all of a sudden wholesome you need to teach Again, are you, the thing you I need to teach want to clarify that are you talking about sex being the inherently dangerous thing i'm sorry i yes, honestly it, want it is inherently dangerous okay okay and and there needs so that's why there needs the thing that is missing in our society is shame 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 there needs to be a strong powerful sense of shame that's promoted that is a very direct black and white line between Sin and morality. I disagree. Yeah, we we know that that works with like uh, Catholics who are pedophiles. We know that 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 stops uh, Catholic priests priests from touching kids. We know that that stops well, drug said, addicts from doing drugs. We know that that stops fat people from being fat. We know that shame works. We know yeah, that, it works. That's impotent shame. That's shame that doesn't work. But imagine what shame, kind of shame does work. Why? Because that's shame. <laughs> that's shame. That's shame. That's used by like teachers and cringe people. Imagine if Snoop Dogg came and started shaming the kids. Imagine if all the cool people started shaming them. Imagine if there was a cultural. So what does that look like? Like, what do you mean by shame? Like, hey guys, that's not cool. Or like, what kind of shame do you mean? Like, 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 shame. You know? No, I don't know. I asked. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like basic. It's a basic. It's a basic human emotion. The basic. Uh, yeah. So like, so like, how would these people shame kids? Like by saying like, what? Okay, okay. Like, like it'd be treated the same way as picking your boogers in the corner, basically. Oh, so like, ew, you're gross. Exactly. Okay. Well, I think that so I, I think that some kids uh, that could actually do the the opposite effect of what you're doing. Cause if some people attach their sexuality to something like, ew, gross, I think they're just going to become deviants. Or they're going, or they're going to grow up and have very unhealthy sexual relationships with their husbands and wives, because you can never disassociate pleasure, feeling pleasure and shame at the same time. You can't, it's going to happen. You're going to be married for years to your husband. And every time, you guys have sex. You're going to have that little nagging feeling of shame. Is that what you want? You want a wife that doesn't want to have sex with you because she feels ashamed about it? I think he wants a sexless marriage. It's. Look, I think he. But the truth is, 
Look, here's the truth, right? <laughs> Did you have sex ed, Haas? Of course, but basically, you're saying that shame is going to lead to uh, unhappiness in marriage. I disagree because the more private sex is, the more healthy it is. The more public it is, I'm talking about being more private. unhealthy. You're talking it about is. shaming specifically. Shame Your words, not mine. Okay, for example, for example, if if okay, if you um, if you pee your pants in class, that's shameful, right? Should you be mocked for that in class? Yes, you would be. Okay. Should you be? Should, should you, be? you be? Yes, you should. Should you be. let your students like make fun of that like pee pants loser? Like haha pee yes. pants. I yeah. as a matter of fact, know. as a matter of fact, I put it on the chalkboard every day to remind them. But I, as a kindergartner who peed his pants in class, and I don't remember if I was made fun of for it, but like if I was, I Maybe maybe I wasn't, and that's why I don't remember it. But if I had been, it probably would have made me feel like shit. I don't that's know. That's probably why you still take pee pants all the time. The reason that's healthy, the reason shaming that is healthy, is because it's a strict private public distinction. Nobody thinks it's shameful to pee, but it's private. It, the minute it becomes public is when it becomes shameful. So it's the same thing with sex. Um, peeing so, and sex. Okay. okay. So so you had sex ed. <laughs> What did you learn about in sex ed? Did you it abstinence based sex ed or what? Do you learn about they, they basically they showed me they showed me a 70 1970s uh thing where they were just like uh and don't worry masturbation is healthy and that's all I remember. Okay. Do you think that do you think that it should it's just the woman's job to prevent pregnancy and STDs? Um what what do you mean? Like, do you think it's only the woman's job to prevent pregnancy? Like, how much, how much, like, men are desperate. These men are desperate. Do you know the phases of, uh, of a, a menstrual cycle? Do you know how many holes a woman has? Yeah, as I was going to say, men are desperate out here. You know, a lot of men, for example, <laughs> they're so desperate that they look up every single aspect of female anatomy because they've, like, they, they're so desperate to be in close proximity to everything about women. And the minute that they get the chance to get someone pregnant or contract an STD, they will, cause they're that desperate. And that's why women have a very important role. Why are they that playing. desperate? Is it because they lack an education on the subject? No, it's because, mm-hmm. cause that's how it fucking works. You know, it's men, because they're, they're, why, they're why on cozy TV watching Nick Fuentes. Because no, I'll tell you why, because men are desperate. <laughs> men are more desperate because it's hard it's harder for men to get with women than the reverse everyone knows I that I agree with that but why are they out there getting people pregnant and contracting STDs is it due to a lack of education on the subject They don't care even if they are educated they're probably going to do it anyway cuz they're that desperate Probably okay cool Men are not rational okay they they will yeah men will definitely Where's your data and statistics on this friend Oh oh you can appeal to common sense but I can't you didn't make that argument, so I'm asking. I am making that the argument. I'm saying? Saying? to common sense. sense that There's something called post-nut clarity. Men, <laughs> men can make a mistake. Is that a scientific term? Yeah, it is. They can make a mistake, and then they look, and then they see, oh, my God, I made the worst mistake of my life. And then, you know, that's too bad, right? That's how it works. So, um, you know, that's just the truth. That's just, that's, that's your truth. We got it. We should, we should try to teach young men about self-control. I agree, Haas, because there are uncomfortable urges that people have to deal with and we should make sure that they have the tools and the healthy attitudes to manage them effectively and safely with the people around them. 
Honestly, the best way to do that is through culture, not through social engineering and uh, gl- people wearing glasses. Social social engineering meaning like teaching at schools. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like like yeah. culture is what beautiful. Red- Look, the schools have no role in any of that stuff. It's all culture. Culture is everything. Schools just because a teacher when a teacher stands in front of the fucking class. You know, all the kids are on TikTok. They're all not even paying attention. Nobody cares what that dumb teacher has to say. Culture, you know culture <laughs> is so. Culture, well, wait. So culture, culture is like how people influence each other, right? Not so do you think culture? Do you think not, not sure, intentionally? Sure, not, not intentionally, by, but no, not intentionally. But that's how it happens. So why would you think that there's not like culture happening like at schools? There is culture happening, but it's not in the way that you can control. The culture that's happening is that there's a narc gym teacher sitting in front of class mouthing off and no one cares and no one's paying attention and nobody that's not affecting them culturally in the same way a tiktok video does this it's not is... something that you can control i'm sorry no go ahead it's and not why is the onus can... why is the onus so much on schools what about media what about all like the disney channel and all this crazy I think, shit i think we agree that our, our society is like over porned and over sexed for sure but we need to counteract that, not by pretending it doesn't exist, but by like arming our children with information. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think yeah. you would even you would greatly yes. reduce the need for all this stuff in the schools if you just arrested the media companies that prey on children. Okay, you're that? you're going off on a fucking. What about YouTube? What about YouTube? Which, what about what YouTube did? Wait, with wait, wait, who are we, who are we calling for? <laughs> right? What about what YouTube? What about what YouTube does with no. Spider Man and Elsa Gate? What about with the Disney weird. Channel and okay, Nickelodeon? So I, you know, all these all these great. companies, they prey on children. This is a great opportunity you know. to go to the Q&A. So I want to say, folks, our guests are linked in the description. We're going to try to get through as many questions as we possibly can. Do appreciate them. This one coming in from Arcade. Let's see that one. Folks, want to remind you, we're looking for substantive questions rather than insults. This one coming in from the Batman says, why is it okay to teach kids to have sex in school, which can result in pregnancy or STIs? And yet fisting, which isn't as high risk for either of those, namely pregnancy or STIs, is not allowed. Uh, what are your thoughts? I think yeah, it's you- mostly like harm reduction. I think that kids are like, uh, like, first of all, less likely to be wanting something like that because that's more of a deviance. So that's something after comes that, that like happens after sex most of the time. And I think most kids are just worried about like, I don't, I don't oh, think your first, body. I don't think your first on, we'll move just, is we'll going to be to one fist person at you know? a time. Hold on. Lab, I don't yeah. know if you were done. If you were done. Yeah. First, <laughs> first move isn't going to be fixing if, is fisting, but I also think it's just about like harm reduction. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That, that there's, there's harm from fisting. I think you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, uh, inha- that's like way more unsafe than like a penis. It's very dangerous. Gotcha. Like, I don't even know. Even if you do it safely, it's probably like, dangerous. You tell me. Okay. So any other <laughs> thoughts? I, Ashley, it sounded like you had something you wanted to say about fisting as well. No, no, no. That was, I was just, I was laughing. I said what, what, what Lav said. I said, I don't think that the first go-to move is to fist someone, you know, that's, that's why I think that it's not, not relevant to the conversation of sexual education. If we're talking, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, if we're talking about, um, if we're talking about sexual education and what's safe for kids, I don't, again, that goes into what, what Lav said earlier, actually. I can't believe I'm agreeing with you, with you so much this time, Lav. But um, that goes into what she said earlier about not 
not focusing the education so much on pleasure or quote unquote deviant or undeviant, but what, whatever. I don't, I don't want to get into what's deviant or not. If you like fisting more fucking power to you, but I don't think True, that but you're fisting, also a deviant. <laughs> I am a deviant, uh, but fisting <laughs> itself is not going to get you pregnant. Fisting itself is not going to give you herpes. I, I think yeah. The thing I, is, the thing is, point, that, though, is that I think they were saying that it fisting wouldn't give you pregnancy or STIs, which are harmful. Like apparently, I don't know. I frankly, I don't know a lot about the STIs. I don't know if they hurt or whatever, but I think they're saying like fisting is a lower risk for STIs, which are painful. And yet I, I'm going to go ahead and say sex, which is they're saying it has a higher risk for STIs, which can be painful or unplanned pregnancies. So the problem no, no, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Sex has nothing to do with health. The medicalization of sex is a complete travesty. Sex is antecedent and some modern science is completely fake. Sex is metaphysical. It's literally yin and yang. It's mysticism. It's every civilization, every culture in history. Oh my God, are you wicked? About sex. Are you a witch like me? All human societies are structured around the regulation of sex. Sex is the most fundamental aspect of human beings. Even philosophers like Slavoj Zizek say that sex is ontology. Sex is ontological. Sex is primordial. Sex is literally a powerful occult force. It has not modern. You can't domesticate it with modern science to talk about, oh, health is health that. You know what the truth is? Fisting is satanic. It's just disgusting. You know, the tr- you, you got to stop with this stuff about, oh, yeah, we're going to just talk. Uh, what about the health? It's not about health. It's not about medicine. It's not about modern science. Modern science is fake. Uh, sex is the most one of the most sacred. Th- it's the most sacred thing. It's where literal human beings come from. Every human society has been structured around the regulation and veneration and and stuff about. It's all about sex. Everything is about sex, except sex itself, which is about power. Oscar Wilde. That's what he said. Even in tribal societies, it's all about the distinction between the masculine and the feminine energy. The even even pagan societies with the idol worship. Every single society is about True. sex. That's why I'm like, are you pagan? You're a witch. So if it is, oh, if it is such a sex, sex is literally the ontological and metaphysical antagonist. Okay, that I is at agree, the agree, agree. Why are you talking about it now? <laughs> because, I'm saying, because I'm saying, because your people's response is, oh, should we teach children about fisting? Um, no, because it's me- no, um, medically no, helpful no. to them. No, that's not why we shouldn't do it. We shouldn't fucking do it because it's evil, nefarious, satanic, and just plain evil. And everyone can see it's evil, right. but we're going to pretend it's not evil in the name of modern science. No. So sure you're that, saying if fisting was healthy, we would. No, that's stupid. Okay. Just, just to be sure we hear it. Okay. I think Ashley and Lav both had a response I want to give. Did you, if you do. Um, well, what I was going to say is, so if, if sex is like you say, and I actually agree with you for once, guys, mark it. Um, that sex is one of the most important, pivotal, important things in life and in society and in all cultures, then why wouldn't you want to educate people more about it? Because sex is sacred and by trying to domesticate it by modern science. educate people on the Bible? You're doing a nefarious thing. If you want children to truly learn about sex, have them read the Bible. Okay. (laughs) There's some crazy stuff in the Bible. There's some crazy yeah, yeah. Here, stuff. Here's, yeah, the truth is, look, the truth is. Yeah, if you, if you Bible, want kids to, listen, to know about be, cutting off your poetry. foreskin mid-adulthood, be repressed. No, this is the problem. Sex needs to be repressed 
to give ground to human subjectivity and human art and human creativity and human personality. That is the necessary prerequisite. Now, when you try to make sex fully transparent to the gaze of modern science, the pyramid of modern science, you are basically bringing us into a post-human transhumanistic society where we're going to shed every single fundamental aspect and submit every aspect of our humanity to these technocratic scientific experts. They're going to probe us and dissect us like we're fucking frogs. I'm not a goddamn frog. I'm a human being. Gotcha. I got to say, Haas, I, I, you know, no matter how much, no matter how many things I disagree with you on, I, I really love you, man. You are, you are just, <laughs> you're just great. You, you keep, keep doing you, man. <laughs> that makes one of us. This one coming in from Nyan Yor says, we got that one. This one from Jupiter Darman says, feel like there's a lot of alarmism regarding the stuff being taught at school. If some of this stuff were really so widespread, our kids would be telling us. I don't, I don't think that's necessarily. That. I don't think that's necessarily true. But I, yeah, I don't. I don't think that my intention, at least, was to fear monger. Like I think that this is something that is obviously going on because we saw it on Twitter. But I don't think it's like plentiful. I know that actually more states don't even have sex ed requirements, and I think that's a problem. They so. don't. You know, they don't teach it at all. Actually, yeah. You got uh, it. Which I find harmful personally, but. Thanks for your question. This one from the Batman says, I think this came from very early. They say to say that voluptuous women are distracting seems conservative. I think they're saying, uh, I think they're saying that if the trans, like if it's conservative to say that oh. people should ignore a, a woman who is dressed with a shapely figure and they, they shouldn't, you know, people shouldn't tell the, uh, what's the word they say? Cis woman. If you can't tell the bio woman, Hey, you, you can't dress provocatively because you'll distract people. The men will be looking at you. You'll, you know, you'll have people looking. Then why is it okay to do it to trans people? I, I think that we should be able to tell anyone how to yeah. dress professionally. I think that, listen, it, Haas is dressed like a slut right now, showing his arm, showing a little <laughs> bit of his chest. I think it's uh, disgusting. All, all you're doing, listen. I think it's I disgusting. Lav, I think it's distracting. Lav, all you're doing, Lav, all you're doing is giving away your own dirty thoughts. Lav, keep I it I think it's disgusting like and distracting. Like you with oh, all Lav, Lav, I think you're having, yeah. Lav, Lav, I think you're having dirty thoughts. Please keep it professionally. You make me uncomfortable. I think if a teacher showed up to school and was showing his arms, it's like, okay, relax. Like, you don't need to be doing all that. Or like a tight shirt, like, just dress professionally. Hey, hey Lab, why don't you have some self-control? Why don't you have some self-control? It's so hard around you. I can't do it. Mm -hmm. this <laughs> it's all the hair. <laughs> all it's, right. the, it's, it's how divinely masculine you are, Haas. <laughs> this one from RH says, Haas, you got to stream these to your cozy channel. Groypers love you. Uh, what, what's his name? Shout out. Appreciate the support. You got it. Deej says, we got that one. That was the age. Coffee mom says, I have a five-year-old. What do you think he's learning right now? I mean, don't have your five-year-old watching this stream. Colors but... and animals. <laughs> Colors and animals, songs, days of the week. No, no. In all seriousness, I would, I would figure that out. I would be on top of that. If you have a five-year-old in public school right now, this should have been seen on libs on TikTok. You know, you got to find out. I'm not even just joking. I'm not trolling. I'm not just saying that. Go find out. Go to your school. You know, um, talk to other parents. Talk to other, you know. Ask for the course yeah. material. You can ask for the course material. Yeah, make make sure, you know, you – and I think you can even probably go to school and watch. There's probably something to do with some program like that. You got to figure out what they're doing because, you know, 
you may want to pull your kids out, honestly. Homeschooling, I would not put my kids in public school. Shit I've been seeing on. Wait, I'm glad you brought that I have a question yeah. for everybody. And this is something that I thought about prior to going on this debate, honestly. So the entire to- topic that we're, we're discussing, right? And if you do have the point of view that, that you, you have, kind sir, is that if the, the parents should be doing it, et cetera, et cetera. What do you guys think about um, then Then should that be on your responsibility as the parent to put your kid in private school or homeschool? We need to stop paying taxes. I've always said that. Ta- why are we paying taxes in general? This is, no, this is this is the absolute most base take is that uh, women should be incentivized to homeschool their, chil- their children and child rear um, by like something like UBI, like government assistance. Less women in the workforce means more competitive wages for men, and we get to spend more time with our children and have a dual-income household. And we don't have to – I don't want to have to fucking work. I want, I want to take care of my kids and, and grow vegetables in the back of my house. That's, I like that strategy, you, you lost, but I think we, we shouldn't – I like, I like the strategy, but I don't think we should uh, – I don't think we have to reinforce the, the rigid gender role no, when we no, do that. I don't, no, know? I don't think that – I
And, you know, your evil is going to need much more concentrated power than what you're, you know, it's just not going to work. Sorry. I'll try harder. You got it. This one coming in from Neon. <laughs> Noor says, why? Oh, we got that one. Deej says, shouldn't we be discouraging children from having sex? In other words, I think they're saying, could we do the sex ed that we do in terms of like, I, this is, let me know, Deej, if I'm getting this wrong in the live chat. I think they're saying like, could it be that we, you know, we teach them, we explain, we say, hey, you know, we, we, uh, if you want to have sex, here's how it's done and here's how to use contraception. But hey, at the same time, we'd highly discourage you. You know, we, we don't think this is a good idea because the condom doesn't work as often as uh, it's not as what's the percentage rate of success isn't as good as people say because people make mistakes or whatever. I think that's what they're saying. Yes and no. Yes and no. Yes, I don't think that we should be sitting here going sex is great, guys. Uh, here's how you do it right. Uh, I do think that it should be a very delicate combination of this is a very big choice and a big decision that has very serious life changing consequences. Yeah. Right. But I, again, we'll go back to teaching abstinence just doesn't work. We have so it's much data. On highly this. correlated with teen in, pregnancy, in Afghanistan. It works yes. in Afghanistan. It works. I don't know if the methods okay. are the same. I'm not going to touch that one. <laughs> You in Afghanistan, it? it works. This one coming in. Uh, yeah, and there, yeah, and things are great over there. Deej says <laughs> the no here, side. They don't have those teachers over there. Uh, no, you they don't. are. They sure are killing don't. women in the streets. So <laughs> I, think I'm gonna, I, I love you, laugh right now. Thanks. Uh, this one. So from, I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> if you had a final thought, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just, I, I mean, listen, I, I would like to live in a society where, of course, we're not like sex crazed and, uh, you know, depraved and porn brained. But I would also like to live in a society where I can uh, like show my shoulders without being stoned, I think. And my hair and my yeah. face. And True. so Haas can show his shoulders in his chest. Exactly, because boy, <laughs> do I like what he does. This, that's Look. right, don't we all? This one from KVAX McDonald's says, what age, though? does the panel think is appropriate for sex to be learned? So specifically they're saying like not the box that, you know, we talked about earlier, like teaching younger children, like not sex per se, but just here's the box oh. that nobody should touch you at. They say, what age does the panel think is appropriate for sex per se to be learned? Is it a Gosh. number or just after puberty? 25 years old. I agree with Lav when we when when it around menses, which for girls can be anywhere from ten to thirteen years yeah. old. Yeah, so fifth or sixth grade. You got yeah, no, on that, I, I, okay. I was on that joking. note. But in all seriousness, on that note, that that's about the time that I remember learning, like doing some sex ed, and it was mostly about like like puberty, like you know, all the all the, there was one day all the girls went to the playground, and one day yeah. all the boys went to the playground, and we covered like that sex's uh, puberty, but but. I mean, that's like the intro point there, right? That seems yeah. like a reasonable thing. Totally. I also, this is another thing <laughs> that might be controversial. I think that it should just be like sex based and maybe you can learn about intersex. I do not think that you should be learning about transness at that age though. I'd like to Wait, disagree. When you say transness at that, what do you mean by transness? Like I, like, I don't think that you should be learning about like cross sex hormones at that age because I think that kids are like God really impressionable. Damn it, just when I like you. Listen, I want to teach. 
what why? I, for what reason? At, at that point, they probably already know that something's wrong. They can go to their parents. They can go to a doctor. They can go to another professional. I don't think a teacher is equipped to teach you about stuff like that. And I just don't think that that's something that we should like just be normalizing or like ingraining in like any kid. Normalizing? Was, yeah, normalizing. Okay. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't I think, think it's. I don't it, think it's it depends on what you're talking trans. about normalizing. You don't think it's like, normal I, I to be transgender? Okay, gotcha. It's not normal. It's a very not when you're a, 12 years old. It's a very small think, subset of. Uh, so then, so then, infrared. You do think it's normal when you're say 25? What? Not when you're 12 years old. Your words. 25 you think it's appropriate to teach sex ed so it's not normal when you're 25 so being transgender when you're Look, you know what at, i think there should be information the day, available like online they're obviously the websites Billy, back like in the day to talk about stuff like that I back in the day be learning about that so young look it's called it takes a social transition when 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 you turn when you turn like 18 or i don't know you know if the village already uh, comes around and you know they're basically, while they're chopping down trees and shit, they say, oh, yeah, you know, hey, did you know there's such thing as vaginas? And that's basically how it used to work in the olden times. And, you know, everything needs to become more traditional. I don't know why everything has to be standardized and it's got to all be. That just makes kids uncomfortable. And, you know, nobody. The opposite of traditional isn't standardized. But I don't have a question. They said K-Max, uh, McDonald asked this. They, they also said, is there a reason it could be reasonable such that girls and boys would learn at different ages how to have sex. No, because then there becomes like a power imbalance of like knowledge, and that feels really weird. I I like that answer. Gotcha. This one coming in from Will the Pill says panel needs difference between sex and sexual interaction. They are using the terms interchangeably. Is it okay to teach kids about sexual interaction? I don't think that we use that interchangeably. I think that we kind of hit on that subject when we talked about the no-no squares and teaching and teaching the young children when it is and isn't appropriate to, to be interacted with in that way. Education, sexual education is going to air more, again, I'll say, on the side of pregnancy, STIs. Uh, things of that nature, you know. I No, I think that we... Especially, my question to you is, how come in the year... 1250 nobody had sex ed in schools how come in the year 1250 13 year olds were giving birth we've been we've survived that long how come in 1952 oh no what are you talking about i'm saying i'm saying they didn't nobody needed sex weird hot take for you to be saying teenagers should be having kids who said that what did they even come that was normal back then. No, it wasn't. I mean, okay. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Listen, that was messed up. But <laughs> but but I'm yeah. gonna cherry pick what. But 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 <laughs> but you can you can cherry pick that. You can cherry pick that. No, you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Yes, you, you can. can. Yeah, you can. You you can cherry pick that. This you one from hate stairs says. Haz, why do you keep equivocating teaching young children anti molestation curricula to hardcore? porn are you trolling yes um it, it was brought up earlier okay i didn't bring it up but this was brought up into the topic i didn't bring it into the topic this one from ride says the problem with, with shame is different people will respond differently for instance a woman may feel deep shame about what she looks like without makeup 
I would equivocate that more to a, a person of the LGBTQ plus community might feel, feel so much shame that they would actually unalive themselves. I think that's more relevant. I think that we should probably have better mental health services before. I, I think that uh, if your kid comes to you and is like, I feel like I'm in the wrong body, then it's your job to like get them to see a therapist. I do agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Deej says the lefts are the, the no side is shaming Haas's virginity unironically. I don't I think he's a virgin. Shame he doesn't look like a virgin. Save yourself. It's cool. Listen, listen. You. I'm, I'm under attack. All because I'm I'm not leading a life of sin, okay? You know I don't even I don't even I don't even have sexual thoughts at all. Like you know this we can tell except for this one. How many how many holes does a woman have? Uh, He doesn't even know. Okay, like like between zero and point five or something. I don't know, but (laughs) technically right. Vezili Antonov <laughs> says, how does the panel explain the Islamic world and sex education? No child pregnancies there, nor STDs as common as here in the U.S. Again, I'm not, just I'm not don't think go that that's true. I'm not of that I don't know about that data. One out of ten. Yeah, child pregnancy is like a pretty normal there. Like under 18 oh. pregnancies, is like pretty normal. It's no. just in a marriage. <laughs> it's a problem in a lot of places, yeah. Yeah. No. Juicy. Uh, I, yes. I personally don't know. Light of the lamp. The is- high rate of un- <laughs> yeah, unintended pregnancies in the Middle East region is a serious public health issue, is wow. what I'm seeing. Yeah, okay. There's like backward shit, but like when they modernize, they have a strict distinction between children and adults, like every other civilized country. Teen and pregnancy is quite common in the Middle East. They had there's backward practices in the some tribal like in Yemen or whatever. I saw it on Vice News where they still have like minors getting married and shit. But that doesn't that doesn't persist when people, you know, like modern have a basic modernization. So I disagree. And and they still have a very conservative culture, but they don't have the teen pregnancies. Uh, okay, well I'd love to see some stats on that because it's not what I'm reading. Super interesting. This one coming in from do appreciate your question. Light of the twin lamp says my coworker is 18 and already has two kids. Is this a failure? Primary, primary, uh, primarily on her as the individual or public education or her family. We don't, I don't think we know enough information from just that fact, but I mean, it's probably a combination of all those things uh, in, in theory, but I mean, at 18, like, I, I'm not, I, I'm not really interested in saying like, like blaming her like oh you can't believe you had two kids by 18 you idiot like shaming like doesn't seem like a, a solution there i don't know i think that's a cultural thing i, I think it also i think that that happens in like impoverished communities and in places where they're not like obviously valuing things like uh you know education or stuff and stuff like that and they're just like okay this is what my mom did she had me as a teen mom and then i'm gonna be a teen mom it's sort of like cyclical you got it. This I apologize. Problem. I stepped away for a second. Were we talking to? Uh, did we? Did I hear someone mention like teen pregnancy and then marriage with that? Or oh, there was a question earlier. Was they said how does the panel explain the Islamic world in sex ed? And they said they claimed no child pregnancies or STDs there. Okay, my apologies. I I do I do. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Then the the next one was my coworkers 18. And they already have two kids. Is this a failure primarily on her as the individual or public education or her family, Ashley? 
I think that a combination of all of those, actually. Absolutely. But it depends. Does where's Where are you from? Which state? That's a huge one, too. This one well, part of the state. Are you what is your like racial demographic? What is your income? I think that that all depends. Well, also, are you part of the states that that absolutely do not uh, promote any yeah, kind Bible of Belt. sexual education? Yeah. Nominal says if more people if more of the people watching would remember to like this video, more people would get to see these debates. Am I right? Thank you very much for your support, Nominal. That's true. We actually would be recommended more if you hit that like button. Appreciate it, folks. I want to remind you, folks. It's actually true. We've got a number of questions coming up. So stick around. We've got about five or six more left. But our guests are linked in the description. If you'd like to hear more from our guests, what are you waiting for? You've already gotten a good taste of their views. You can hear more about their positions by clicking on their links below in the description box right now. In fact, not only are guests linked here in the description box on YouTube, but also we put our guest links in the description box at the podcast, which has thousands of downloads, folks. It's ad-free. We don't make a dime off of the podcast. You can find our guest links there in the description box, too. This one from Chris Morlock says, every attempt to make sex explicitly formal makes all the problems worse. It's a private issue. Turning, turning it into, quote, information, unquote, is a fundamental contradiction. See, that, that's, the, that's the problem. The issue is culture, right? It's not uh, institution. It's not a lack of institutions. It's culture. I will admit there's a lot of cultural problems where, you know, teens are getting pregnant and all messed up stuff is happening. But I don't know if that's just because there's See, this is how you ask the question. Is, isn't is um, sex education also correlated to things like wealth and, inst you know, stability and order and stuff? So maybe it's not the fact that people have sex education that they're less likely to have teen pregnancies. Maybe it's because there's more stability in life in general, more affluence. You know, I know blue areas are more likely to be in many cases that promote sex ed and that kind of stuff. They tend to be more affluent. They tend to be more stable than a lot of these places left behind. The reason these people in these you know, these red areas are so conservative and so Christian is because they're in, they're in such conditions of destitution and squalor that they need these fundamental Christian values to survive because it's chaos, it's drug addiction, it's prostitution. And that's the thing that actually keeps them grounded in some kind of, it's have some kind of connection to a higher good and complete conditions of despair. So the question has to be, what is really the root cause of these issues? Is it simply a lack of institutions? What's the chicken in it? Why aren't there institutions? There's a, it's a more fundamental issue. It can't be addressed by uh, sexual education. Is that also uh, is that also something that you came across by common sense, or do you have any data to back that up? I have data to back it up. This is where we get from. Do appreciate your question. Light of the twin laughs. Appreciate it. Says James is a. Uh, James, I would love to have you as my professor of sex ed. Okay, thank you. Hot take, the co-op says, as a blue-collar worker, there is a general outrage among the fathers I work with that the sex stuff being taught in schools is out of hand. Thoughts? I wonder what he, what specifically he's referring to with that because that's well, I, I wonder a loaded if, question. I wonder if they're pushing a lot of this shit and he's like, you know, poor areas to like experiment on them like guinea pigs. And because okay, that's something that happens. Conspiracy theory moment? The no. government, the government usually, um, the government usually preys on the poor and the working class as guinea pigs and, you know, 
to do these twisted, wild things. And there's probably a lot of twisted, wild shit going on in these public schools in these remote areas. So it don't surprise me that it's getting out of hand, you know? Unfortunately, from my point of view, and I hate to say this, but I would I would argue with you there and say that it's more blue states that are probably teaching the more extremist point of view uh, or or the fisting, you know, scenario in sex education. I would say that the red states are definitely not doing that. So you're more conservative places. I, I just actually that's not true. That. That's not true. There's plenty okay, of places. I grew up. No, so, yeah, like There's we know that more places. impoverished places are, are have like little to no sex ed or it's not like serious. That's not, that's not true. A lot, of, they have a, high a lot of these places that you see on libs on TikTok are from rural red states. And, and TikTok is your main source of, of, of yeah. kind of makes it even a lot of it even scarier the way that lives of TikTok. The only reason, puts, puts the only like reason, those, on blast. reason those cases are even brought up in the first place is because in blue states, people are probably too scared to speak out against it because they don't want to be labeled a bigot. Whereas in red states, people don't give a fuck and they'll just be like, what the fuck are you teaching my kids? And that's why it gets published. I think that you're talking out of your ass right now. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't where's think we your, ever like you talked about fisting like your eight data? times, and and there was never even one like. Fine, sure, the hottest I'll fist where, like, you. There was fine. Actually, being fine. taught in school, right? <laughs> smash, where, smash, where's where's I'll your, do it. Fine. Where's your data, Smash? My data on why I think that you're talking out of your ass. Yeah. Well, it didn't come from TikTok. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, I have data to back up everything I'm saying. Other than TikTok. No, 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 no. That's it. End of end of discussion. I have data. That's I have it. data. I love data. I, it's in the Zoom chat. Look in the Zoom chat. I put it in there. Dude, there's a bar chart here. This one can be on Brom to appreciate your it's question. I uh, couldn't see us in another language what your name is, but thank you for your question. It says, Haas has clearly never heard of Baka Bazi in Afghanistan. Baka Bazi is a slang term in some parts of the rape of adolescent boys called dancing boys. First of all, that was a disgusting, corrupt practice that was brought first by the Mujahideen government. The Taliban came and wiped it out, completely eradicated it. Then in the U.S. occupation government brought it back. The Kabul government brought it back. Taliban came back now and they're getting wiping it out again. So who do you want to blame for that disgusting uh abominable crime against humanity um blame the liberal progressive world and people like smashly trying to export woke values across the world yes i definitely sound clip for everyone out there i love fisting anal sex and raping boys this just so we're all clear <laughs> Deed oh says, God, we, <laughs> this channel's not here tomorrow, folks. You'll know why. This one from <laughs> Deej says, should we have higher standards, though, for hiring teachers? I don't know if they mean uh, Haas's friend, the teacher on the thumbnail, or if they mean something else. Yes, we should. But the problem is, is state funding, period. End of story. And it and sucks. A- it's fucking fucked up the way... It's fucked up the way that they base how they're going to fund your school. Also, um, the, the the public school system, again, and I think this is where probably Coder and I agree based on his statement earlier, is that the public school system is entirely irre, irre, irrefutably fucked up. But aside from sex ed. 
Yeah, I was, yeah. I was just gonna add that we have a, a mass, like it is a really, really bad shortage of teachers. Like, um, and, and also like 80% of educators uh, indicate that burnout is a serious problem. Only 10% of educators would like strongly recommend the profession to a young adult. Like these are dismal numbers. Um, and we, I mean, we have ongoing teacher strikes all across the country. I think we need, um, we need to find ways to incentivize more people to get into education in general. Um, we, we need to, to, yeah, we just need more teachers, better teachers in more schools and, and, and it, not just in schools, but also revolutionizing like online learning, which, which has, you know, become something that was was difficult to a difficult gap to bridge uh, during COVID and and now. Um, and so, incentivize yeah, just, mothers to stay home and homeschool. Okay, but also, we, to, also sure. we need to change the. I'm just saying we need to change the 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 way that we go about how we fund certain schools. We need to change that because it's fucked up. If you, I don't. This is a different debate, but if you really look at it. It's fucked the way that we decide, the way the states decide how much money a certain school is going to get versus another school is completely uh, corrupt. Hypothetically, I, I know you can't, I don't know if you can advocate for this, but in a hypothetical scenario, what if everyone stopped paying taxes? That would solve all problems. I like oh. that, that's actually a- a- antithetical to that point. Um, yeah, <laughs> like completely. How would how would this, how would anything get funded without taxes? They would. It well, wouldn't, you know, I guess. So without taxes, we would live on a be, compound. There would be no like social institutions to help people who were like mentally ill or disabled or. They're not being uh, helped. There, I've been to. I go to L.A. I go to New York. They're running around rampant. Yeah, I live in LA also, and I and I know people I who have LA been LA. helped I've by been social institutions. So. Oh, you 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 live in LA, and you're saying these people are being in, in institutions? They're they're throwing they're throwing buckets no, 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 of shit. Not institute, not not mental institutions. I'm saying there should be institutions. There should be things put in place like a aid, like government aid. The to system, help the system is so corrupt it can only collapse. So what do we do? So well, are you proposing that you know a way to both make hot dogs cheaper and to eradicate the homeless population? <laughs> Uh, hot dogs are disgusting. I don't know what the is there. But here's the thing. So what do we do with them? What do we do with them? We're not going to do anything with them because the whole government is going to collapse. This is going to abolish the Fed. Anyway, this one from uh, Rise. Based anarchism. Says we are hitting a point in society in which. In some countries, birth rates have dropped below the replacement rate. Should we really be pushing people towards more birth control and yes. less casual sex? First of all, um, casual sex is demonic. Okay. Second of all, um, the solution to more children is more families, more marriages. Yeah, so le- I think I think less casual sex in the way that it's been going. I think that hookup culture is actually really harmful for like every party involved. But I think that we should be normalizing having like a like more sex with like people we trust, so like potentially our friends. Um, no, it should only be marriage. It should okay. only be marriage. Well, I disagree with you. Um, and also, I think that birth control is evil. I think synthetic hormones are very bad for women. I think that they're a viable choice, obviously, but I think the best option is learning about your body, learning how to track your ovulation so that you can prevent pregnancy. Um, there's something called natural cycles. If you're a lady and you're watching this, rare. 
But if you are a lady and watching this, there are other options other than obviously hormonal birth control. If you're having trouble with that, most women do. There's other options. And remember, if it's before before marriage, if it's before marriage, you're going straight to hell. I have a good story that goes along with that lab. So when I was in high school, my high school boyfriend and I, we were were about to have sex in the back of his truck, right? I'm 17, 18 at this point. And he wanted to not use a condom, right? Typical. And I said to him, I said, I I think that you guys have all seen me enough now to know that this is probably true. Uh, I said to him, I said, did you know, and this is in 2003, okay? So I said, did you know that 25% of women each year get pregnant by using the pull-up method? 17-year-old Ashley said that. I get what you're saying, but that's not a formidable, viable, reliable version of birth control. However, having said that, I No, also, but there's also a fertile window that you could just like, I, not have sex yes, in. there is. Right. Yeah. But it does, it, uh, how long can the sperm survive inside of that environment? So up to, so up to four days. So up to four it's, days. So, so pulling exactly. out, pulling out is bad then, for men's. But you pulling also can bad. track. Pulling out is bad for yeah, men. Yeah, that's what you took from that. Pulling out, pulling out's bad. Pulling out is uh, bad for men. You gotta get it in there. So <laughs> pulling out, pulling out also when done correctly is, is pretty effective. No, no, pulling but out, they've done studies. They've done studies. Uh, uh, I have the studies linked in the, I put yeah. it in the Zoom chat. The studies are in the Zoom chat. Pulling out is bad for men and women's mental health, especially the <laughs> men, because basically it's a failed conquest. Oh my God. True. It's oh, incomplete. Um, but pull up <laughs> method and when you're, uh, you know, sex when you're not ovulating, great, great, uh, Great scenario. If you, if you, they if are you, great, but they're not ninety nine point nine percent. That's man, all I'm saying. Just, just have more period sex. You can't a man, get pregnant. A man, a man who pulls out may have not given his seed to the woman, which is cringe and very questionable. I'd say. But, but he has given his soul to the devil. True, okay. especially if it's how do you feel about period sex? I want to hear how infrared feels about period sex. I really do. I'm oh, so how disgusting! Now. How disgusting! <laughs> Oh my God! But you, yeah, from Anthony Biondi says. Did you learn about the female? This don't worry. They're actually this one is on behalf of you, Ashley, and they are actually coming at Haas. We'll give you a chance to defend yourself because everybody already saw it in the live chat. Is their super chat said, Haas? You keep referring to yourself as a man, but curse a woman out when she speaks about a serious traumatic experience. You should be the one shamed. Um, first of all, this is a completely anonymous place. I don't know anyone here. And when you use that as a debate tactic, that is just, you can't, you can't use personal bullshit as a debate tactic. I don't know anyone here. You don't know me. I'm not going to use this. It's a, it's like a way of trying to win the argument without actually arguing. Yeah. If you're going to have a debate on the internet with strangers, you don't know, you have to keep it cold, impersonal, impartial. I'm a human being. I, I I am sorry to everyone for any bad thing that's ever happened to them. And, you know, I'm not good at saying this shit, but that, that's because I'm a stranger. I'm a random guy. You know, you shouldn't, you know, look, the truth is, this is a debate. You have to keep it professional. You have to keep it impersonal. That's what I'm saying. My response to that is it it, it was anecdotal, but it was directly relevant to the subject that we were discussing directly in a sense that I I actually did experience this and I had something to counteract comment wise to you based on 
a very real experience. Yeah, but like, I'm not interested in arguing with your experiences. No, no one cares if you're fucking interested. Bro. Yeah, yeah, but like, I'm not no interested. One cares. Yeah, yeah, but like, I'm not here, interested here. in arguing. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. This is this is why I'm not. Right. This is why I'm not. Because it's very personal and it's very sure. emotional to you. And I have Obviously no business talking not. about it. I was able to speak about it. Okay, but you're trying to force you're trying you're basically trying to force me to talk about something very personal to you, which I can't do. It's that would be inhuman. It, it, it doesn't it's not like it's a unique experience to her. We all now understand that your father fisted you when you were young. Sorry. Okay, so oh. that so first of all, that is just wow. Okay, you really making yourself look good here. Look, I, I don't am, yes. talk, okay, look at like I said. I do not want, I want to debate you, but I don't want to have to talk to you combatively about these like visceral experiences. Do you so understand just don't the bring it up. Of debate. Yeah. Don't bring it up. Cause it's like, yeah, like I don't. You, it made you uncomfortable. You can't, yeah, 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 because you're trauma dumping because you're trauma dumping. I'm sure everyone here I has traumas. Was, I'm sure everybody relevant. here has traumas, but you're going to no, use that as a no, weapon no. in a debate. That's just complete bullshit. Me. I grew up perfect. <laughs> and also, I don't know how much, how oh, like legitimate your like you emotional go, outburst is. Uh, Ashley, any thoughts? Uh, again, I brought it up because it was very relevant to the exact subject at hand. And I feel like his response to it says more about him than it says about me. Yeah, but you I make it light. You make you just made light of child rape. You just joked about child rape. Let's let her finish the sentence and then you can speak. So uh, I think it says more about him than it does me because I was not speaking about it in any kind of emotional, crazy or outbursty way. I was speaking about it very seriously and very monotone i was saying this is my experience this is what happened and i am coming from this point of view having been a victim of this so i do know a little bit of what i'm talking about okay so first of all what you brought up had nothing to do with the debate at the time and what we were actually debating about now second of all you just made light and joked about child rape so I think that speaks to the actual like sincerity of where you're coming from, trying to smear my character. Oh, that speaks bad about my character, but you're just going to go ahead and make light of child rape. Like okay. it's a funny yeah. joke. So, so here, anyway, so all I'm trying to say here, next question. Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, time to go to I didn't do any of that, bro. But this one from Brandon Hansen says, remember school dress codes are to protect the students from the teachers. Don't get it twisted. Think about how many more teachers molest students. Facts. Solid point. This one coming in from Stephen Okawa says, Haas, why do you focus on what's taught in public school rather than its abolition? MAGA communism should be defunding everything. That is the real movement. You know what? I don't defund I, everything. I agree. But... Defund everything. Yeah, I was going to say that was kind of the implication <laughs> of what he was like, what he's been getting at like i think his position has been like to move your kids out of public or out of public schools as much as possible which inevitably is going to lead to them having even less resources and making uh getting worse and then he can point at that not you specifically but you know the republican party and um those who are aligning with you on this particular issue they can point and say look how bad everything is it's so fucked we need to give them less resources uh and the cycle continues and it's fucked Look, your public school system model has failed, so you got to go back to the drawing board because it's completely failed. This one I don't work for me personally. But yeah, I I'm think a, it's I'm worked for a lot of people. Yeah, I think it's worked for I a lot of people. I actually, I'm going to kind of agree with him there, Infrared. 
I think our public system, school system is shit. Yeah, it is garbage, but I think uh, for, like, the vast majority of people, it, like, is fine. That's not true. Look how Lav turned out. Look how radical turned out. I'm basis. Fuck, Haas. You have no idea. Oh, I'm not included this time because I agree with you? (laughs) How did I turn out? How did I turn out, Haas? Um, Sexy, smart. Have, like, a really gross couch. This isn't my couch. I'm at an Airbnb. I'm traveling. That's that Airbnb smells like broke. I'm sorry. You you picked an Airbnb <laughs> with a gross couch, okay? That says enough about you. Fair, I'm in New Orleans, so there's slim pickings out here. <laughs> the couches are bad. Deej says online learning has developmentally hurt children. I th- I have I don't know if this is it's hard for me to draw the connect the dots. What do you guys think of the long, basically the COVID? Like, are there still any, is Chicago still doing online learning or is the pandemic over for them? I don't know. So so when it comes to online learning, um, there are a lot of problems with it. It has been really difficult. and But a lot of the problems come from the fact that like, there aren't, there isn't good infrastructure in place for, for something like this to happen. Like if there, but, and, and, and I think if there was, if there were a lot more resources, like better, better tools, I mean, better even access to computers, which a lot of students don't have when they're not at school, um, uh, like going in this direction where we can have more tools accessible to more students. I mean, that, frankly, that's that's the only way to to help them. So 99, I'll say this real quick. 99 percent of school has nothing to do with the curriculum. It's all about socialization. Everything you learn is like how to interact with people socially. That's the, look, schools are just daycares for how to watch children because parents are at work. That's the only reason they exist. The curriculum is basically meaningless. Nobody remembers anything about the curriculum. I do. Um, no, you don't. Yeah, and I do. yeah, so, <laughs> so besides like the teacher's pets and stuff, no one remembers anything about the curriculum. And it's all socialization. And tr- schools should probably, whatever the, its future is going to have, should be reformed around that fact. And I actually think schools should focus less on sitting in classrooms, um, you know, wasting kids' times and start doing recreational outdoors stuff, you know, learning how to chop down trees, learning how to do life skills, trade schools, engineering, you know, hands-on type of stuff. I mean, sports, athleticism, school needs to be completely restructured around that. And all I, of that. Yeah. Sorry, I was I was going to say, I actually agree with like almost everything you said, except except for I want all of those things to be to I want I want to bring more of those things in with the, like uh, uh, more educational environments. Like I, I want to bridge that gap more. I don't think that there should be like trade schools and then like um, universities where you get a formal education. Like I think there should we really should blur the lines between these things and and like someone should be able to go to like their their shop class and then go to philosophy afterwards and like i don't know i I think it'd be better for more people like the way that people kind of separate these things is completely different forms of education is is a problem because they're they're deeply intertwined you got it this one coming in from do appreciate your question brandon hansen or skipping that one this one from can't pronounce your name it says call me squiggles Oh, that's okay. That's what you like to be called. Squiggles says, look at proficiency rates for U.S. students. We have to import intelligentsia. Sex ed is the least of our worries. I think they're saying something which I think Radical Coder, you wanted to make. I think Ashley kind of wanted to make this case, too, that some of the sexual stuff is uh, not helpful, but it's a negligible difference maker when you consider the other more substantive intellectual deficiencies of the public school system. Is that what you guys would say? 
I yeah. would agree with that. Absolutely. Look, this Lord, one, yeah. I, go ahead. I, I was just going to say one thing that I, I talk about a lot is like, because uh, I'm personally, I'm like a big fucking nerd, if you can imagine. And so like, I really like math. I like teaching math. And and like all throughout my life, I've heard this billions of, to- billions of times, and you all probably have heard this as well. It's like people who say, I hate math. I'm no good at math. And like, I think that's a failure of the structures that were were pre- presented to teach them math because like no one's like inherently like terrible at math or bad at math. There's just like, you, you can't learn higher level math if you didn't cement like the earlier knowledge. So like if you miss a day of school, you can be fucked for like your entire life and look back and think you hate math just because you missed one fundamental concept. And yeah, I think we need to do a lot to improve stuff like that. You got it. Thank you very much for your question. Ellie Jennings says, should schools promote abortion as birth control? What? Abortion should never be. Abortion should never, ever, ever be a form of birth control. Not once, not ever, not not ever, okay? No. But pro-choice all day, every day, 100% pro-choice. They should definitely teach about it. Uh, and that it's like really, you know, they should probably hear testimonies from women who have had it done. And most women who have had it done are, you know, not happy about it. Right. Like it's extremely traumatic. And it's also I don't think anyone like, is. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that I think that you can teach someone about it um, without being like pro-abortion. This one from Squiggle says Haas is pro-Taliban is pro-Taliban <laughs> in Afghanistan. They toss homosexuals off rooftops, by the way. Based or not, Huz? I I have not heard about that. Oh, have you not? (laughs) That's all we have. It would be bad if it was true, right? Though, Huz? I have not not heard about that. I. This one from. I get passionate about. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I get passionate about the topic of, of homosexuality, LGBTQ+. Um, I get very passionate about it. I am very in support of it, and i uh, in support of anybody being the identity or gender that they choose or identify as. Hold I, on, I mean, I'm actually getting reports. So my colleague sent me that that's not true, and that that is just the Baka Bazai child molesters, that gay people do not get... Uh, any punishment uh they don't get thrown off rooftops but the the no that, punishment no they well they don't get she killed is. right but that those people that it's called pederasty and there used to not be any distinction now there is obviously between two adults they don't get killed by the government right but they get killed by people gay like, people i mean i don't i don't know maybe in afghanistan but it's not the yeah. taliban policy to kill them it's only the Taliban's policy to kill the Baka Bazai child molesters. That's a debate for another day. All right. Yeah. This one coming in. Let's look at our last one. You got four. <laughs> Deej says, in relation to the topic, can we get a definite... Is it somebody having a... What was that? I didn't hear. What was that noise? This one from Deej says, in relation to the topic, can we get a definite age grade from each debater on an appropriate age to teach sex and LGBT affirmation issues? Um, at no age does there need to be uh, affirmation issues. As for sex ed, I would put it at uh, senior year of high school. <laughs> Ridiculous. 11, first year of middle school. 
Uh, yeah, I, I would say somewhere around there. And in, in terms of affirming gender, um, especially if we're just talking about something like social, if, if we're talking about something like social transition, I don't see any reason to, uh, to refuse to affirm someone um, for like social transitioning, just like wearing clothes that you associate with a different gender. Like, I, I don't think there's anything inappropriate about that. I think if you do, that's sure. But really don't weird, you think we should be frankly. teaching people that they should like be able to wear whatever clothes they want rather than like, this is how you change your gender? Well, yeah, but I, I don't think that's the order of things usually. I think it's usually like the people or it's usually kids who are like choosing those clothes and then eventually they they start to sure. they, they go to therapy. And, and that's, that's not something that, that, that's that's that you learn from yeah. school. That's not something that you learn from school. There's been trans people who have existed throughout a hundred hundreds of years. They never learned it through school. Like they don't, it doesn't need to be something that needs to be peddled. Now on this one, I'm going to go back on to what infrared said, which is the cultural aspect of it. And when you are in school, public school system, there is a lot more cultural exposure, correct? So saying that it could be. Sure. And that's a conversation that you have with your parents and a professional, not a teacher. Well, so what if we're just talking about like, like, like uh, it's a history class and there's like a trans person, a relevant trans uh, historical figure. Do you think their transness is like, like should be like, like, let's, uh, I, I mean, like a gay person, I don't think for example, Alan Turing, much. like, like Alan Turing, I think, I think like his gayness may not have mattered, may not matter to you, but I mean, it, it, it was a pretty big impact on his life and that's part of his story. Um, and, and it's, it's an sure, important part. That's, I mean, no, that's it, different than sex ed. To other gay or yeah. gay. No, that's Very much, than, yeah, that's especially that. Than sex that's just someone's that's just someone happens to be yeah yeah we didn't learn i didn't even learn about alan turing in school uh that guy is completely like you know you don't children don't even know it need to know who he is basically bullshit fuck you haas that's the worst thing you've ever said yeah (laughs) and and second of all you know the sexuality is it important to know i mean are we are we learning about people's personality every kid should know about rupaul or are we learning about history and the contributions to science? Like computer- gay and trans think, people are I part think, of history. I think it could be a side note, right? But I don't think that it should be like a, I don't know. They can, I mean, I think that kids could should learn about like the Stonewall riots, but I don't think that they should be learning about the ins and outs of those identities. You know what I mean? Do Just like vague mentions that are applicable. This one coming in from Do Appreciate It Rides says, sexualizing children is a problem. Should young children be wearing makeup to hide what they really look like and sexualize themselves like an ex, like a, uh, let's say, uh, porn star? If you think a child can sexualize themselves, you're the one who needs to go to jail. (laughs) Okay. But... I have a 9 and 11-year-old daughter. They don't wear makeup to school. They don't, you know. But I, don't um, think, I don't think makeup should be encouraged or even. Agreed. I agree, actually. I'm wearing makeup now, but I agree with you. Yeah. So that may be like when they're like in high school later, they can make that choice. But like when you're talking about these very young ages, it's kind of weird to like. It is sexualizing young children. Yes, it is. Yeah, I, I think. Maybe. I don't know. When I was 11, I started wearing eyeliner in like a goth way, not in like a sexy way. So it's also just depending on how you use it, right? It like if your daughter, if your daughter was wearing mini skirts and going to school with like falsies yeah. and shit, you'd be like, uh, but if she wanted to put on a bunch of like, you know, uh, like Luckily eyeliner me, on. Harry Potter books and <laughs> she even has Harry Potter glasses and. Yeah, it's different. 
It's different. So it's not it it, the point is it's not make makeup inherently. It's like particular yeah. manifestations of wearing makeup. Like well, like, I'm sorry, but the John John Benet Ramsey kind of scenario. Sure. Yeah. Or that like sexualized just over sex, yeah, like hyper like bimbo. Hyper sexualization of children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. This one coming in from do appreciate your question. Plush nineteen ninety three says, Go Ashley. Yes, queen. You strong, caring, passionate woman. I'm so glad someone cares about an LGBTQ ABC SUV rights. What an inspiration. ABC SUV. I thought that they were sincere at first. (laughs) Okay, am I wrong in thinking they're trolls? Well, this one. I don't care if they're sincere or not. I do support the community. My nephew is transgender. I'm at my sister's house now. Um, His mother and... It uh, it was something I didn't understand until he came out and it was part of our family and it's opened my eyes and my heart and and I'm very passionate about it. So whether that was the joke or a troll comment or not, I don't give a fuck. I do support. I am an ally. I'm wearing my bracelet right now. You got it. There we go. Thank you very much for your question. This one coming in from Justin says, Haas, you've argued from the Bible. Do you think rape victims should be forced to marry the rapist per Deuteronomy 22 as property restitution? How does the biblical view of women as inheritable property inform your opinions on sex ed? Yeah, I think uh, you have some interpretation problems. Why don't you go back and read it again and then uh, come back to me when you understand the point. Because it kind of sounds like you're taking things at face value a little too literally. And then second of yeah, all... Yeah, the Bible is more about how you feel reading it than what it actually says, right? No, no, there is a science. It's called hermeneutics. Look it up. Oh, um, so you trust Oh, you trust science, just not modern science. Still the words from yeah. my mouth laugh. Fuck you. You did specify modern science. Yeah, there's, there's, science is just a system of knowledge. Yeah, so like before we knew what was on like the inside of a body or like any of that, like that's the science we should... Like before we, uh, yes, knew that yes, you wash yes, hands. Before yes. we knew that washing hands prevented infection, that's the science we want to work. First for. of all, people have not washed hands for thousands of years. What ha- nothing happened? Nothing. Washing happened. Hands what? Everything nothing. happened. Nothing. I know. I know exactly people what you died. smell like after hearing you say that, Haas. Nothing. I, exactly. I have to wash my hands because we made a dirty world around hand washing. But if oh we lived God. in like the so true ancient times. Everything would be clean. There'd be no need to wash your hands. Holy shit. That's so true. That's why the bubonic plague was like stomped out so quick and like, uh, you know, typhoid fever and all those things are like, you know, uh, non issues. Small Yeah, bugs. those sound really fake, actually. True. All right, troll. Bubonic plague denier. This one coming in from Squiggles says A Taliban judge has spoken for horrific deaths that will be inflicted on homosexual people as Sharia law returns to Afghanistan as U.S. slash NATO troops withdraw. It's fucked up. Yeah, that's made up. You got it. I think it's real and it's really bad, and like a lot of real people are going to die probably, so that's fucked up. They say this, this is a follow up. They say the Taliban under Sharia law is encouraging executions of homosexuals in afghanistan either you are talking from ignorance or you're not being sincere haas source 100 agreed i'm looking for the source can't find it <laughs> gotcha. source. let me Got just double check to see that we have the the last of the questions this name one is... five name five gay people who have been killed by the taliban 
This one is from Deej. I think they're, this is sincere, so they're not trying to do a personal dig on you. They said, Ashley, how old is your transgender nephew? 21. Gotcha. I'm not sure why. And he's been going through his uh, journey since he was about 13, 14. You got it. And that looks like it is it for our questions. I want to say, folks, our guests are linked in the description. That includes if you're listening via the podcast, we have our guest links in that description box as well. One last thank you. It's been a true pleasure to have our guests here tonight. I'll be back in just a moment with a post credit scene as there are a couple of super chats that I was just too embarrassed to read. They're, don't worry. They weren't about <laughs> you guys. They were about me. Uh, this one, but want to say, I'll be back in a moment. Well, want to say one final thank you. Ashley, Radical Coder, Lav, and Infrared. It's been a true pleasure to have you tonight. James, thank, thank you, you so much. It, thank you, guys. Everybody, uh, hashtag free Haas. Get it going on Twitter, all right? Oh, real quick. I did want to say, Lav, um, I'm going to ask James for your email address, if that's okay, so we can set up our thing. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Let's do it. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Good night. Deal. So I'll be back in just a moment, folks. Stick around. And there I am. So want to say thank you guys very much for being here. It has been a truly amazing. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.